everybody, and welcome to What's Up With That Bro? It's the podcast where we're watching Lost in reverse order from the last episode to the first episode with Chad, and he's never seen Lost before. Except for all of those times where I watched Lost in order to talk about it on this year podcast. And, and for every episode we've done, you have watched one episode of Lost. Uh, yes, although uh, there have been a couple of times where I watched it more than once. The same episode, though. Yeah. The number of episodes we've done and the number of episodes you've seen are equal. Correct. Okay. Sorry, and go ahead. No, that's that's great. Came in a little early there. Super hot. Came in super hot. I'm AJ. I'm another one of the bros on the show, so welcome. This week we're considering season five, episode 11, what happened, happened. Oh, wait. If if we're show bros, what are our fans? And they're uh, show bro hoes? No, that, I don't want to... I know the, the like the people on other podcasts that are like our our enemies. Those would be the showbro foes, <laughs> or it might be the showbro foes that are also the ones that are really against like us having any kind of animal fur. They just want us to have fake animal fur. Yeah, but you know that's the thing is that on this podcast we stand for fur. We, <laughs> we only do. wear fur. We stand for fur. Yeah. And yeah. you're not going to be able to stop us from wearing fur. You guys can't see it right now, but we are all decked out in fur coats. Yep. In mink, Hawaii. Yeah. Mink so fur hot. Coats. It's very hot. But you know what? We Fashion. suffer for our art. Yeah. yeah. We're making a statement here, everybody. So please. The statement is fur. The statement is totally yeah. fur. The, our slogan is fur. It's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite slogan. That yeah. Like that came to... That came to us in the middle of a, <laughs> of a drug-fueled bender. Yeah. We were, just, we were just throwing fox pelts at each other. <laughs> just eyes all wild and red. <laughs> all the drugs. Yeah. Could we just say that our fans are just bros? Ooh, yeah. Just bros. Just bros. Yeah. Is, okay, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm really I mean, I, I'm not saying just needs to be part of the name. Like, no. I'm not saying, like, oh, they should be just bros. <laughs> I'm just saying that they we could should. just be... Yeah, what, what, about our, what about our female, female listeners? Are, are they bros lady bros? Too? Yeah. Okay, so we have our bros and our lady bros. Yeah, we got our man bros yeah. and lady bros. Yeah, man bros and lady bros. All right, mm-hmm. all right, I'm yeah. cool with that. I, mean, I, I use the word bros like the royal bros. So I <laughs> call anybody a bro. Uh, everybody can be a bro. Yeah. I think that's in that latest uh, child book that Chad just put out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody can be a bro. And everyone poops on, on being a bro. Everybody bros. Everybody bros. So today we're talking about uh, Season 5, Episode 11, like AJ was saying. And according to Wikipedia, in 1977, Kate Austin goes to extreme measures to save young Benjamin Linus when Jack Shepard refuses to help. And in flashbacks, Kate takes care of Sawyer's favor and begins to tell the truth to protect Aaron. Takes nice. care of Sawyer's favor. That's... That's written weird. <laughs> Takes care of Sawyer's favor. Yeah. Is that huh? what he calls his kid? <laughs> I need you to go and... Um... Oh, you guys think that when Sawyer told Kate to go find find his daughter and take care of her? Do you mean like take care of her? <laughs> like like the mob sense? Okay, I was wondering whether or not you were going to explain that. Because I was like, <laughs> our listeners couldn't see you put your thumb over your throat. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Like... <laughs> you just like, when Kate comes back to the island, Sawyer's all like, "So, did you take care of that thing I <laughs> told you to do?" She's like, "Yeah, the, your daughter. She's growing up beautifully. She is so special. She's got an attitude." Yeah. He's like, Wait, "God what? damn it, Freckles! <laughs> I wanted you to kill her." 
Do I have to spell out everything? People could be listening to us <laughs> on this deserted island and later use it in a court of law. <laughs> you never know who's listening. <laughs> or court of public opinion. I don't want to be known as the guy that wanted you to off my daughter. <laughs> so what we get here is a Kate-centric episode. Yeah, it's a Kate episode. Yeah, so it's kind of fun. I, I like seeing Evangeline Lily do her thing. Like, I think she's great. It's kind of funny. We, we One of the first scenes that we are introduced two in this episode is Kate talking with Cassie, which I guess is Sawyer's old flame and mother of his child, yeah. off island. His baby mama. Yeah. yeah, that's the word. Played by actress Ooh. Kim Dickens. She's actually been in a bunch of stuff. She's like in Fear the Walking Dead and Hostel oh, Arts yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, uh, I recognized her as uh, Matt Saracen's mom on Friday Night Lights oh. and also uh, Colette from Sons of Anarchy who uh, I'm trying to remember what that character was. I'm going to assume that she was either a porn star or a drug addict. Huh. Because yeah, Sons familiar. of Anarchy had some issues with women. Interesting. Well, I know yeah. she was. she's great on this season's House of Cards, if he, if anybody's out there, if anybody else can get there, gets a chance to check that out. I just had a stroke, you guys. Yeah. My words are not coming out correctly. Anyway, but yeah, like, um, yeah, she's... Yeah, she's, she's great. So she basically had a different interpretation of, I guess, what we come to understand as Sawyer's sacrifice, where she calls him a coward. I thought that was kind of interesting that, that like, um, that we have this kind of, I guess, maybe a jilted flame or a jilted ex-lover, or a jilted woman who's now the mother of your child. Yeah, he put a baby in her and then ran off. Yeah, yeah. And she's not right. Her read, her read is actually very good yeah. on Sawyer and on Kate. Because later on in the episode, I guess we'll get to this too, like she tells Kate that she, the reason why she has Aaron is because she needed to have Aaron because yeah. her heart was broken, which is, you know, your standard drama fare. But yeah, like, it, takes, it takes Kate a few years, but eventually she does admit that uh, Cass, Cassie or Cassidy? Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah, uh, she eventually admits that Cassidy was correct. Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. And we know that Cassie's right because there's a there's like Claire's mom that's that's there. Yeah. I think this is the first time I remember seeing Claire's mom. I, I didn't remember her in the original the first time I sat through the show. But yeah, like um but yeah, this mother's been off yeah. and has been there since they've returned to the real world and she hasn't said anything about Aaron to her and then um I guess only like three years later she can make that jump that yeah, I Needed the baby for me. I couldn't be alone or whatever. So, I mean, Chad, we see all these these flashbacks with Kate in the w- real world. And she's talking about how she left the, uh, like, some of them left a bunch of them on the island and came back to the back to the world. I think that's the first we're really getting these glimpses of what, what happened with that. Yeah. So, like, what are that, your, That's the your part thoughts? that I was yeah. extremely interested in, to find out who was doing what when they were not on the island. Uh, one of the other things that uh, I thought was really interesting hmm. is when Kate and Jack were talking. Uh, this was when they were on the island. One of them mentions when we were here before. Yeah. Now, because uh, it's time travel, like, hmm. words mean different <laughs> things. So... When they say when we were here before, do they mean when we were here before, as in when they were here previous to that? Right. Uh, chronologically, or when they were here before, where it's uh, the time personal to them, so when they were here before in the present. 
I see. So that that kind of threw you off a little bit. Just that, that made me very curious <laughs> right. as to, like, is this their second time travel adventure? So you think that oh. there was a world or there was a time where Jack operated on a young Ben Linus before? Uh, not not when uh, he operated on young Ben Linus before, but, like, in the 50s when they were trying to make sure that stuff didn't happen so that they would not be uh, stuck on the island. Right. But instead, they actually ensured their destiny, and that's why Jack doesn't want to fight it now. That's just a theory that I have. I don't know whether yeah. or not that's actually what happened. Like, huh. I do know that uh, at some point they go to the 50s. Some some people on the show go to the 50s. I don't know who. I just know that the 50s are a thing that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's a... It's a reoccurring theme that happens in this show where um, I guess a lot of things kind of fold in on itself or it everything kind of has like this circular feel to it with a lot of these scenes and, and uh, even the discussion of time travel, even before time travel is even introduced into the show. Like the show itself, if you if you kind of look at it at, in a, as a whole, like um, all these events keep happening or they mm-hmm. keep on having to make these it's not the exact same, but similar decisions. And I guess that's pretty much the Lost Riders kind of just saying whatever mistakes you make, you keep making it over and over again. Right. Which is kind of depressing, but also kind of interesting, too, thinking back on how these characters react. And in this case, Jack kind of rebels against that. And he's like, yeah, we're not getting off this hamster wheel. One of the other things that I thought was uh, really interesting is seeing who it was that was getting together to try and figure out a way to get back onto the island. Oh, uh, yeah. Because uh, we, we clearly saw uh, Kate. Yep. And Jack. Mm-hmm. And Son. Yeah. And other people. Yeah. Jack, Son, Saeed, and Ben were at the marina. Okay, yeah. Ben was the one that was talking. That's right. Yeah. And Son had a gun in his face. Yeah, so I guess... Because son just wants to be with Jim. Yeah. Right. I guess they... We don't have a context for it now, but I guess, like, the the show presents it to us. Like, we should have a context of what's going on in that scene yeah. already. Because it's already... It comes in, like, mid-action. Mm-hmm. But it's just... Or, from- or it could be one of those things where uh, they're showing you stuff that uh, happened, but they didn't feel like was important to show you earlier, oh. and they're giving you new context. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's appropriate. I mean, because this episode follows kate so mm-hmm. it kind of just shows kate entering the discussion or you know the um, whatever was happening on that that marina pier at that mm-hmm. point in time because yeah. she probably wasn't privy to anything else but she sees sun she sees the gun but that's not her concern yeah she, is, she had aaron with her there while they waving guns at each other <laughs> yeah that's right. or she might no. have been there during the whole conversation mm. with aaron and then sun pulls out the gun she's just like whoa get get this kid away from guns <laughs> right like i gotta leave i have a son or which- <laughs> i have a son to keep away from sun and the gun <laughs> like- oh all this rhyming so fun <laughs> Fun on DJ call it. I'm on one. <laughs> you sure that, that wasn't Drake? That, that was a, that was a callback to something that you didn't hear. A oh, long circle. conversation that we had. Oh my god, that's great. When Kate's going to visit Cassidy the first time, and we see her driving up to Cassidy's house, we see that Cassidy lives on Lumiao Street, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is a very popular street in California. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, General Lumiao Ao. <laughs> Stephen Lumiao Ao, the uh, general. <laughs> general Stephen Lumiao Ao, <laughs> the hero of California. Yeah, the guy who earned his name on a street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah that everyone, everyone went to uh, Lumiao Ao Elementary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like how everybody kind of goes to Lumiao Ao, you know, library. Mm-hmm. There's a big old statue of General Lumiao Ao. Yeah, he's even got a, a star on the Walk of Fame. <laughs> After coming out of the service, he had a long and illustrious career in movies, wow. but mostly the silent kind. That's why we don't know him really well. Oh, my God. So, uh, the actual location of Lumiao Street oh, oh. Uh, is uh, in Waikele. Oh, yeah. It looks like Waikele. Yeah. Because I was looking, and then I was just like, all right, is this Mililani? Is this Waipio? Yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't figure it out, so I looked it up. Like it was that. just like, oh, it's in Waipahu. I'm like, I bet that's Waikele, <laughs> the nice part of Waipahu. I wonder how this all plays out, because I guess this was what prestige television back like when it was starting to become a thing, right? So people weren't watching this show casually. There's uh, Probably there's, there's a bunch in the mix that yeah. were watching it casually, but I think there was a very specific audience that was like placing every single thing, every frame of this show. They would yeah. kind of like monitor it. So they might have thought, like, you know, uh, I don't know if anybody would have thought if there was any significance. Lumiao Ao Street, what does it mean? <laughs> Somebody Google this. Yeah. Lumiao Ao was a guy who, you know, started making people out of clouds. and <laughs> Lumi, that, that's short. Uh, that's uh, the Latin prefix for light. <laughs> <laughs> Ao Ao means cloud. Light cloud. Wait, I keep on going back to that. Ao Ao mean cloud? <laughs> I, th- I thought maybe I thought maybe it, it's uh, ow like uh, oh that hurts yeah. <laughs> so it's light hurts and this this is the vampire, oh, vampire season you it. guys yeah yeah there must have been so much crackpots like when this whole thing was popping off originally who are you calling a crackpot <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing that voice it's uh, a great voice that is a fantastic voice this is just my general conspiracy nerd voice now <laughs> Like that's the voice. Like that's the voice that those that that type of person thinks. Like they'll take me seriously. They'll have to listen to what I have to say after yeah. hearing what my voice sounds like. <laughs> just listen to the facts as I present them <laughs> to you, and eventually you will be convinced, just as I was. <laughs> the Earth is flat. Flat Earther truthers. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> it's flat and cooling. That's what we know. That's too much. Um, I thought it was kind of fun that we get a scene with uh, Hugo and uh, Miles. <laughs> We're kind of skipping around, but it's just them questioning their existence. So they're having this existential discussion, no. but it's it's kind of funly framed. Well, funly, it's it's framed <laughs> in a way where it's the two Joker characters in the show. Like, yeah. So to bring some levity to it, otherwise that chick gets deep real fast, like contemplating your existence through time, and that's what these guys. <laughs> are doing in this house in 1977, which is kind of fun to see. And a lot of it, I think, is for the viewers to be like, okay, we've had a lot of time travel go on. I have my own theories on how time travel works. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I should ask you what those are. What are those theories, sir? Well, my personal favorite theory of time travel, uh, it actually comes from the uh, Discworld books, uh, mm. where it is called the Pants of Time. 
Independence. I think you talked about this two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I probably did. <laughs> I wasn't actually expecting you to ask me what my theory was. I was just doing the voice. Oh, that's great. Like, that's the guy who they decided, like, we need to have this conversation about how time travel works on the show in order to shut this guy yeah. off. That's great. Yeah, it does. I guess it's supposed to real. I guess you're supposed to reset the audience with, the, I guess, the understanding of time travel or whatever in that moment. Just kind of fun. Are, are they yeah. actually trying to, like, give the audience uh, some actual information on the time traveling, though? Because Hurley says one thing, and uh, Miles says another, right. and then eventually Hurley manages to trip up Miles' logic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So does... Are we, as viewers, supposed to be like, well, that means that Hurley's right, or do we just assume, as I'm assuming people assume throughout mm. the course of the show, well, of course Hurley's wrong, he's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know at the time when these episodes, or when they started going and venturing into time travel, like, uh, Lindelof and Q's, the head writers, I think they went through great pains to kind of get as accurate information as they could on time travel. So I think... They actually had a few, like, <laughs> physicists, and, and, like, this right. is a real thing. Like, they actually had, like, physicists and uh, people that are generally in the science field to kind of answer some of these questions about time travel. Right. And then they kind of just do what they had. Because I think there was an article, maybe in, like, Popular Science at the time, that kind of gave kudos to Lost, hmm. saying that they actually were, like, uh, that, their, that their time travel stuff on the show was pretty close to whatever the theoretical thoughts on time travel would be at the time. Right. Yeah, and I think... Uh, I think I, like I should have done that in, like, Chad's voice. That was the <laughs> yeah, nerdiest shit the nerd, I just said the tonight. The voice on there. Because I think what they were doing is because in this episode, the stuff that Jack does where they go, hey, Jack, we need you to save this kid's life. And he says, no, because whatever happened, happened. So we have to kind of explain to the audience, okay, this is how the time travel stuff works, that... Ben can't die as a child here because he grows up to be an adult. But any one of these characters that came back in time, they can die because they've already lived all their lives and stuff. And this is their present as a, and these other people's pasts. So right. that we, we understand. We, this is where uh, Jack gets to show that he's a man of faith now. And also we get to keep the drama in the show of, oh yeah, any of the main characters can still die. There's right. still drama or tension or uh, danger. Danger. Right. Yeah, and this is like a pre this is a pre Game of Thrones world, right? Where yeah. like the books existed but not the show. So there wasn't that I guess what we see now in today's entertainment is like uh, a lot of creators are are a little bit less afraid to take more risk with some of the main characters or what they consider main characters uh-huh. or they just off them. Versus in this time, like you're like, Ah, come on. Jack Shepard and Kate are not gonna <laughs> die. Like, I'm pretty sure. Also, I just heard that their contracts got re-upped for another two seasons. So you have to, like, try and keep that fear (laughs) real in the audience. Like, unless you're, like, some super nerd like I was. And then you're just all like, nope, they're contracted for 13 more episodes. Well, things they can can be in... And 13 more episodes and still have the character die now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Just be ghosts and flashbacks and stuff. They were, like, they were really... I remember it, that was like a fun thing to see because they would do that all the time on the show, right? They would kill off a character and like the actor would ask like, do, so what, do I come back next week? Or are we done here? Yeah. yeah, so I guess that was good for the characters that did get killed off. Like when they had to come and do an episode, like, oh, free trip to Hawaii for oh, a yeah. week. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, and it's uh, it's good to keep people on their toes where they can't just look at the contracts and just be like, oh, yeah, we know exactly how long people are going to last. Yeah. Like, that's the same thing that they did with uh, the Avengers movie. Oh, good mm. point, yeah. Uh, they, they made sure to... Uh, spoilers! Spoilers for Guardians. <laughs> have you guys watched it, by the way? I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. Okay, you guys have both, wa- both watched Guardians, too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Spoiler, again, spoiler warning, you fucks. <laughs> Uh, Did somebody die in it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yondu. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then people were th- people were thinking that he might die, and they went ahead and brought uh, Michael Rooker down to where they're filming Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah. Oh shit! And then they took pictures of him wandering around on set <laughs> in full makeup. Uh, I don't know if they put him in full makeup or what, but they they made sure to let the internet know that he was there. Holy shit. So that people would be like, oh, well, I guess he's going to live. Interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. But yeah, I guess that's a fun... It's got to be so hard to be like, um, to be a producer or creator in, in this, like in the world of the internet. Because right. like all the shit that you do, like you have to keep it under wraps or like find creative new ways to like... Make sure people don't know what shit you're working on or who's working on it. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, the internet is, like, they're super savage about finding out people's shit, yeah. like, all the time. I feel like there's a lot of movies where you can spoil big chunks of it and it doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. I I, I don't know. To me, a, a, the telling of a good movie is something that you... We've kind of already discussed this. Yeah. I think this yeah. is Chad's thought, right? Like, where, like, it doesn't matter. You can kind of you can kinda be spoiled, but if the movie is good, it'll hold up. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's Chad's point. Yeah. That was made. Yes, that is absolutely the point that I had made previously. <laughs> I am throwing uh, my vote behind AJ. I don't know. Chad's <laughs> voice is just, it, it calmly whispers to me when I'm not here in the studio recording. It's just very, it's all the time. Light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've got to leave right now. I think I have things to do. <clears throat> not light things on fire, though. Oh, good. Crazy. So you're taking that gas can with you just to put more gas in your car? Yeah. Okay. Um, I just like the charm of a 1950s gas can that has the word gas on the side. <laughs> it's red. And it's made out of, like, weird, what, metal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's metal. Like tin, okay. maybe? Yeah. Or would... aluminum, maybe? Probably aluminum. It might be aluminum. You guys, I'm off to go and do things that aren't burning related. They're not arson. There aren't synths. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is literally the worst pun I've ever told in my life. Uh, I still love it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So we, we get all that whole existential thing. Yeah. I, it, I, it's fun. I kind of like seeing... I guess they. I guess their, their chemistry was one where they could work those two together. And I guess they thought they were the, the funnies of the group. So yeah. it's always mm-hmm. fun. Like, they kind of just bounce even at the end. Juliet tells him to leave, and she's got some heavy shit to drop on Jack. And they're just like, "Yeah, let's go talk about time travel somewhere, like outside, <laughs> where anyone can see us." Yeah, like those guys are getting along fine. Like everybody else is like, "There's kids that are shot. There's doctors that are refusing to, you know, to observe their oath of do no harm or whatever the fuck." The Hippocratic oath. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, one thing that I thought was really interesting that they did with uh, Jack in this episode, uh, he did uh, refuse to operate on young Ben. Yeah. But that made me wonder, why was Jack not a doctor, like, when he first mm. shows up? like Was he a workman? Yeah, yeah. How did he join the workman family? Huh, yeah. How did he get into yeah. the janitorial I mean, arts? I, 
pretty sure they're actually going to show it. But right. I'm wondering if that was like a conscious choice where he's mm. just like, like, you know how like a lot of times they'll have like those older movies where there's like the old soldier who refuses to take up arms anymore. Yeah. Like he's just like, no, I'm, I'm not part of that life anymore. Like maybe Jack was like doctoring. I ain't about that life. <laughs> you know what? I've got, he just like, he looks at Julia right in the face like, I've got a bunch of chalkboards that are calling my name <laughs> that I need to get to and wipe down. No. Kids need to learn and they need to learn on clean chalkboards. Yeah. I, I provide that service <laughs> and I'm okay with yeah. that. And Roger forgot his keys, so like he's not getting anything done today. <laughs> yeah, that was another really interesting bit when uh, Roger said that Ben sprung Saeed because of him. What do you think that means? Well, uh, Sawyer pointed out not to underestimate the, uh, how pissed a kid can be at their parents. Right. Which is a really funny thing for Sawyer to be the one pointing out, since yeah. he's the one without parents. <laughs> he's the Batman of... Yeah. <laughs> Of the show. Of the Dharma Initiative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that, that's the logo that he has uh, on his security <laughs> outfit. Like, it's the little I Ching with a bat in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, huh, what does that mean? Oh. Does that mean that, uh, uh, you know, uh, Roger Roger Workman? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was just like, hmm, I don't, I don't like these, uh, I don't like these kinds of people <laughs> here on the island. I think we should get rid of them. And Ben's just like, I hate you, Dad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring all the, all the, all those, all those people. I'm gonna free them. <laughs> I, I don't know what the hell that kid's voice sounds like. Uh, I feel like, like Ben's that's... got some theories on time travel he wants to share. <laughs> well, that that sounds almost exactly like a like, like a younger kid... version of uh, the conspiracy theorist guy. <laughs> yes, yes. Do that voice, but do it with conspiracy theory in your heart. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, what 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 you what you need to understand is that it's not that the uh, jet fuel c- can't melt steel beams. <laughs> There's other parts that get melted, <laughs> and it, it, can, it can weaken the structural integrity of the entire building. It doesn't need to melt everything. You guys heard it here first. Nine yeah. eleven truthers from young <laughs> young conspiracy theorists. Yeah, I don't even know that how was... that argument's supposed to go. Yeah. I think... <laughs> That was in uh, in opposition to the conspiracy theory. Oh, it was in opposition to that? Yeah, because it's like uh, the jet fuel can't melt the steel beams is the conspiracy theory. And then you were explaining how that could still cause the building to collapse. So it was the unspiracy theory. Yeah, it was an unspiracy. (laughs) Yep, yep. I'm just full of bad puns today, guys. (laughs) Uh, I like that as as the term for... For the truth? Yeah. Unspiracy? (laughs) Yeah. I love that. There's conspiracy and unspiracy. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm gonna. That's great. <laughs> I'm an unspirator. <laughs> I'm a 9/11 unspirator. We see at the beginning of the episode, uh, Roger Workman asks Kate to help him with a winch, and she doesn't know what he's talking about. What yeah. was was he was he hitting on Kate, or was I he th- just being friendly? I think it started off kind of flirty, mm-hmm. or like in the middle of. At some points, it, it seemed pretty flirty. I don't know, that, that whole relationship dynamic between the two of those characters seems so weird. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get it, but it's very strange. Like, I, I think that Kate just has, like, this thing where uh, men just feel like, oh, must flirt with... I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But she's 
She's coming. Well, from what we see on screen, she's taking an interest in Ben. Uh, mm-hmm. She doesn't want Ben to die. And, you know, she offers him his blood. Yeah. We see in the subsequent episode that, like, he even calls attention to that. Like, why are you so interested in my son? Like, she calls attention to herself. Like, how right. Sawyer said she would, and she right. does. That's but, a weird thing to be like, oh, why do you care so much about my kid that yeah. you're going to give him some blood so he doesn't die? Yeah, universal you? donor. <laughs> What is your problem? Trying to save an innocent? What do you think this is? <laughs> I believe in cash. I believe in things I can see. That's Roger working with. <laughs> I believe in honesty. I don't know if he believes in honesty. No. Yeah. What a, yeah, that is a weird thing to do. I believe in winches. <laughs> <laughs> now you attach that winch. So she helps him out with the winch. And then she becomes herself. his winch winch. Yes, she was his winch winch. And she introduces herself as Kate. And then he says, I'm Roger. Roger Linus. And then she gets that look onto her face. Like, right. oh, you lying to me. Yeah. I, I can see your shirt. Exactly. Like, she's yeah. like, wait, I thought you were Roger Workman this whole time. <laughs> and, like, her mind was blown. You can just see it right. on her face for the rest of that scene. Mm-hmm. She been like, I get it now. Yeah. I get it. I yep. had the exact same uh, expression on my face. Because <laughs> we've been talking about him as Roger Workman for such a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that, like, Ben Linus, young Ben Linus... Yeah. Wasn't wearing any kind of Dharma initiative jumpsuits. Like, even the kids, I would imagine. What, what yeah. do you think the logo would be for the Dharma kids? Like an ABC block? Yeah. That's that's very whatever, but so block. So it's the I Ching with the uh, ABC inside, written in, like, chalk yeah. or maybe like, lettering? Or maybe this. Maybe it's, like, a baby bird that's, like, that's just, like, chomping for food, but it's within the Dharma logo. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like, like, Young Hungry Minds. Yeah. Oh, okay, nice. that's good. I like that. that. That's kind of a stretch. Like, nobody would get that. Like, why is this kid wearing a fucking baby bird <laughs> in a Dharma <laughs> logo? I, I hope that uh, someone is keeping track of all of the imaginary <laughs> Dharma logos that we've made yeah. up in the last few episodes. We need so much shirts. We need yeah. to get so much shirts done. Uh, get us some buttons. merch. Yeah. Merch, folks. What do you think we're in this for? To bring you like every every week stories on loss in reverse? We're trying to make money. We're trying to make money tonight. I believe in cash. I believe in cash only. Roger Workman Linus. Direct quote going on a shirt. Boom, buy it. I believe in cash only. Roger Workman Linus. <laughs> buy the shirt now, please. Yeah. I'm just I'm fucking with you. No, no, we actually did get into making this podcast to oh, sell lost theme shirts because we're like that's where the money is in hey. 2017. Hey in, man, in 2017, in the year of our Lord 2017. <laughs> like, if anybody could like could have foreseen this lost T-shirt boom, nobody did, but we did. Yeah, we're making mm-hmm. it happen. Yeah, so. Right give us your precious dollars, and we'll give mm-hmm. you precious lost shirts <laughs> off of a product and a property of intellectual and IP that we do not own. Please don't sue us, Disney. <laughs> we know that you're litigious. That's almost like if you, you know, back in the 90s, you see people like selling shirts at the, at the swap meet called yeah. the Samsons, and it was like a black Simpsons family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen those around. I don't, I don't think that I've seen those, but I do remember a bunch of knockoff Looney Tunes stuff yeah. at the swap meet. Yeah, it's always like Bugs Bunny, but he's dressed real thug gangster-like with like sagging pants. <laughs> yep. Or there's like a, a, or like a baseball jersey. Yeah. It's like a black wizard named Harry Porter. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's been that that shirt's got to be out there. So. Nah. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. Yo, what? <laughs> wizard? You a wizard, B? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm what? At one point in this episode, I wrote, did they establish how the others helped Ben? Mm. And then I crossed the whole thing out and wrote temple. Uh, was that the first appearance of the temple? I want to say no, because I remember when the show came out, Earthstone, um, when the show first came out, and in the break between the fifth and sixth season, we were trying to figure out, we were making a lot of theories with my friends and stuff. And one of them was about what who the no, smoke monster theories. is. Yes, what theories. kind of theories? I had a theory <laughs> that that uh, the smoke monster was actually Rick Ricardus, Richard Alpert. Because at some point earlier, we see the smoke monster. Oh, no, it's later. I think it was the last episode. We see Ben go down into the temple to summon the smoke monster. And that's also where we see Richard Alpert go in this episode. So I assume that Richard Alpert lives in the temple, and so does the smoke monster. Therefore, because the he's person. a vampire. Yes. <laughs> See, it all ties together. <laughs> like I really thought there was going to be some like Egyptian tie-in to Richard Alpert when the show was, was oh, no. still in its mystery mode. Egyptian vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Egyptian. Nope. I I had it and it's gone. I was going to say Egyptian, but. Mm-mm. So I tried again. It wasn't. It didn't work the first time. Why would I expect it to work? Yeah, it's because the third time is a charm. The third all right, time. All right, perfect. Third time. Here we go. Egyptian. <laughs> Egyptian empire. Egyptian empire. Egyptian empire. And oh, fuck me. <laughs> fuck me right in the face. <laughs> in the goat ass. <laughs> uh, we we get a we get a whole bunch of um, got a nice scoop a nice. Happy helping of drama in this episode. Yeah. We see Kate and Jack like having that discussion where she says, oh, I don't like this you that, that has the you that you are now, which is one that's less inclined to action. To, yeah. To action or even control. Like Jack yeah. is just, we know him to be a controlling person or he has to be in control. In this case, he's not. She says, I don't like it. I wish you would fix Ben. And then he kind of just drops a bomb on her like, hey, you didn't like me before either. So I'm doing me. That was Jack's I'm doing me speech. I really want to see how bad Ben fucks over Jack. How many times before Jack is just like, yeah, no, I want him to die. <laughs> yeah. Like up until this point, I think this is the first time we see something like this in the series, right? From our vantage yeah, point. Usually yeah, usually Jack is the guy who's trying to save everybody yeah. from my vantage point. He's not gonna send. He's not gonna save kid Ben. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. I'm gonna save a lot of adults here. Like but Jack, fuck this child. Jack watched uh, Batman Begins, and he's all just like, uh, "I'm not gonna kill you, but I'm gonna have to save you." <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how he's feeling in this moment. Uh, that is true. Yeah, that is like, that's the line, right? It's something like that. Something like yeah, that. Something. I, I, I just remember the. I don't have to save you. <laughs> Uh, that's that's not quite it either. That was Dark Side from Super Friends. <laughs> Super Friends. I don't have to save you. Yeah, that's closer. Yeah, that's better. We do learn in this episode that Jack and Kate were engaged at yeah. some point off island. Uh, that's the first time we've heard about it, right? Wait, did I fall asleep during part of this episode? I don't remember hearing that. It's like it's really small, like it's really quick exposition that yeah. like she gives to Cassie during mm-hmm. one of the scenes. So I think Cassie's asking about. Um, about Jack, or because like they're supposed to go back to the islands yeah, after yeah. she sees Sun and them on the on the pier, mm. and then like uh, she tells Cassie what happens, and Cassie is all like, "Oh yeah, so this Jack guy doesn't seem that great." And she's like, "Yeah, we were engaged mm-hmm. once." Uh, I did catch the part where she's just like, "Oh, you just pretended to care about Aaron from Kate's 
Kate uh, says this? Yeah, Kate Kate accuses Jack of only pretending to care about Aaron. And Aaron's like, I fine. Or Jack is like, I cared. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that was his defense. <laughs> Wait, what spurs her on to say this to Jack? Like, what was her whole thing? I don't think that we don't saw a rationale. Yeah. I think it was just like, I'm upset about what's going on. Yeah. And she's like, time to lash. I'm lashing out. I'm lashing out at you, buddy. You don't care about Aaron. Yeah. And that might have been like a flashback to an argument we'll see more of in a later episode, I think. Huh. I thought, oh, there's a Oh, quote. boy, I can't wait to watch more arguments between <laughs> Jack and Kate. And Sawyer. And, and Julia. Sawyer yeah. and Julia. Those are, those are like the four love names, right? Like, we don't see, not as steadily we don't see like ben hooking up or mm-hmm. or like you know miles getting his freak on or anything yeah. on the show right and we get uh and then get, their son and jim yeah son and who jim. spend the entire show just like oh, i lost you i found <laughs> you i lost you i found you yeah they spent like a couple of seasons getting uh Staying separated. Yeah. I guess they were going for like a star-crossed lovers thing, mm-hmm. which kind of shows through at the end of it, but yeah. still strange. But they got, they got tired of writing uh, Korean scripts, so they were just like, you know what? We're going to stop having episodes centered on you guys. We're going <laughs> to split you up. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are only going to hang out with people that speak English. Yeah. <laughs> we have some... Um, you see the kind of the inner workings of Roger Workman's mind, right? This episode where I think he tells Kate, I thought I was going to be the greatest father ever. I guess a boy just needs his mother because we find out that Ben's mom died the day that Ben was born, which is a cryptic way of saying like she died in childbirth. They don't say that, though. Yeah. Or that, died right after childbirth. Yeah, right. like she died the day that Ben was born. Yeah, she died the exact same day. She died at like 9 a.m. and Ben was born <laughs> at 5. Yeah, so like, I, you know... the. The logical jump for us to make is like, okay, she died, died in childbirth. childbirth. Yeah. But like, but maybe, maybe not. It could have yeah. been unrelated. Like, that's a weird way to phrase it. Right, right. It's like how there's there's people that died on nine eleven. Yeah, just not that at that 9/11. weren't even in New York. Yeah, but you can't say that they died on nine eleven. Otherwise, oh, which tower were they in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sears Tower. <laughs> Heart <laughs> attack. Which tower were they in? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, I was Tower like, record. <laughs> that would be funny. That. Yes. Yeah, that would be great. I was like, oh man, I don't have a good one for this. It's just going to sound, it's going to make me sound like a monster. <laughs> so, what were you going to say? Oh, I, don't know. I was going to say something about, I was just going to riff something about towers, but it would have came off shitty. <laughs> In Tower of Power, the band. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick. In the, uh, in the clinic or wherever uh, Juliet's doing her operations and stuff, she's got there's a nurse who walks up to say something. Yeah, yeah, she, she was up. cute. Yeah, uh, like, on on island. Yeah, yeah, at, at the Dharma Health. Clinic. Oh yeah. yeah, who was that? Some nurse. Just like you don't have a doctor, the doctor's on the other island, yeah. but you have the nurse that's just kind of hanging out. Yeah, unless she's like double dutying it, double double dude. I can't. Yeah, double doos. Double doing. She's got double duty, yeah. where she's like, I guess she's a nurse, but also another like motor pool person. Yeah. Well, she, uh, she's my favorite character in the episode because you can see in her pocket she has one of those pens that has four colors of pen in it, and you pick down the <laughs> color that you want, which is my favorite kind of pen. Yeah, I believe her name is Candice Hammer. Huh. Candice Hammer. Yeah. Has she gone on to do anything before or after this? Uh, let's see. Check out her filmography on IMDb. 
She is in the TV series Girl Boss for two episodes. Oh. This Is Us for one episode. Cooper Barrett's Guide to Surviving for one episode. Drunk Hawkman. Ooh. Okay. Four episodes. I don't know what that is, but I'm very interested in it based on the name. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, let's see. Masters of Sex for one episode. Oh, so she's still pretty active. Like, those are all current credits. Yeah, yeah. those are all current credits, but none of them are good ones. Uh, <laughs> Scorpion, which is a big CBS show. Uh, her one episode that she was in, her credits list her as Glasses Woman. <laughs> Oh, no. So she's one of those. Like, she's a career background actor. That's what it looks like. Like, she is. Oh, <laughs> uh, in the one episode of House of Cards she was in, yeah. White Powder Intern. Oh, okay. Oh, I remember that episode. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. But yeah, she's a nurse Deborah in uh, Lost, and apparently this is the only time you're going to get to see her. Oh, huh. no. okay. Well, I didn't mean to disparage her. I'm sure she's she enjoys her career. Yeah. yeah. She's got good choice in pens. Yeah. And, like, that's a that's a pretty good name too. If you ever seen that actress on the street, and you're like, I saw your pens, and she's like, Oh, that was like costuming department. <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, Okay. Oh well, then I guess I don't need your your autograph four times <laughs> in different colors. Here we go, Candace Hammer. Yeah. Oh, okay. So is this going to end up being the uh, uh, the title picture for the show? Uh, it yeah. might be. Yeah, of course it is. If, okay, if that's a her... big red circle around that pen. Yeah. If that's if that's the case with this this actress, like. Like she's gotta, she's gotta have like a day job, right? She must be an accountant, and then like works on loss on the weekends or something weird. Oh, she's probably like a waitress or something. <laughs> and she's just like one of these days, it's gonna be my time. I'm gonna get my big break. Like she, she just watches La La Land every night. <laughs> one day, like uh, she really, she really, really, really hates. Uh, what's that actress? The one that was in um, uh, Happily Ever After, or. Ever? No, not ever after. Never mind. We'll come back to this. Think about it before you got it, AJ. (laughs) Think it before you say it. Okay, okay. The movie that you're talking about, uh, what happens? Amy Adams. I was trying to think of Amy Adams. I was like, I was going to say, I was going to make a, okay, let's break this down. I was going to make a joke on how Amy Adams stole her big break and now she just has to be like a nurse on Lost. But I couldn't get, I couldn't get to the, to the, to the basket to lay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to do the layup I, I I am very interested in this Based on the uh, plans that you've drawn up For the joke <laughs> <laughs> It's not It's not a great joke It's not original It's very I, I feel like there's a strong uh, uh, structure there though. <laughs> Like I, I think that it was just a matter of Not getting the materials To the work site in time yeah. I was like Amy Adams I can see her face right now <laughs> But I can't say her name it would have been it would have been great because everybody knows who yeah. Yeah. nobody knew her before that Disney movie. But I appreciate you take the time to draw out this diagram <laughs> on your notebook of how the joke is supposed to go. Yeah, like you see all the arrows, right? Yeah. And you mm-hmm. see the, uh, the all the X's and O's. I did it in four yeah. different colors. Mm-hmm. I love that because <laughs> AJ has one of those pens. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with that pen, bro? <laughs> hey. Yeah, they've got to keep a, a separation between. Our personal lives <laughs> in the podcast, and this is one of those personal. Things. Right, I, this pen means a lot. We can yeah, just, we can move on. Did you get it at at Tim's supermarket? We will not be talking about these pens anymore. <laughs> but we will talk about Tim's, Tim's supermarket, <laughs> Tim's Long Beach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So wait, what do we have to say on Tim's? That was probably the absolute least amount of work that they could have done. <laughs> 
to change the Times logo. Yeah. They kept the Times logo in the. Sh- there's yeah. a shot of it, like yeah, uh, like on a wall. Like somewhere. all they did was just cover up the E and put an apostrophe <laughs> instead. Tim. So the the thing is, they didn't even cover up the entire E. They covered up enough of it <laughs> that the rest of it looked like an apostrophe. No. I, I know this probably isn't what happened, but it almost feels like there was like an argument. And you're like, oh, we want to shoot in your store. You're like, okay, can we just call it Times? You're like, no, it's television. We're going to have to like call it something else. <laughs> and like, I felt like they went back and forth in that for a good while. No. Until like the Times manager, I'm like, fine, call it Tim's. Well, we're keeping that logo in. People are going to see our Times logo yeah. and mm-hmm. be completely confused. And also, I, I keep bringing up Times Long Beach. Right. Because I I'm personally very interested in where in California this show is supposed to be. <laughs> oh. Because they always mention Los Angeles, but right. Los Angeles is fucking big. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean they can all there's we know of at least four people living there. Mm-hmm. And uh in this part of the timeline. So I mean they can live in, in different parts of the city, yeah. Or maybe she was she was on her way to see Cassidy that day, right? When she lost Aaron in the storm. Yeah. Was, what, was she on her way to see Cassidy, or it just happened she, on the day before? Did she just yeah. end up going to see Cassidy because she's like, "Oh my god, I was freaking out." Yeah, because Cassidy's the only one she knows in Long Beach, mm-hmm. and they were just there on something unrelated. Long or maybe Beach. Maybe she lives there. I don't. Lumi Al Al, the famous street <laughs> in Long Beach. Yeah. Everybody knows that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. Uh, like my favorite part of the scene, and we kind of talked about this a little when we were watching it, yeah. was uh, in this Times or Tim's supermarket scene. There's a um, there's a manager. She goes like, "I'm looking for my son," and this guy obviously looks like a manager. He's got like a tie and like a name tag on. Yeah. And then like he goes, "Oh, we'll we'll put an announcement." And then she finds her son from that woman that looks like um, Claire. Yeah. Right. But then like she just uh, like uh, like the manager just like fades out of frame <laughs> like, like he just like walks behind like homer into a bush yeah <laughs> he doesn't even say like okay great you found your son or okay awesome we don't have to he like he doesn't acknowledge anything he just went like well that guess that's her son and then like ninja poofs his way yeah. out of there it's i, so I bet he was like in that aisle like stocking something <laughs> and then he saw someone freaking out and then she found her kid he's like all right let me go put these pickles back on the shelf yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, today we got dill and we have not dill. Like, Sweet. Let's, yeah. Well, What's call- the dill with that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I think that, 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 uh, that supermarket soup, that manager was just contemplating his next stand up set. He mm-hmm. was like, as soon as I'm done here, I've got a whole bunch of new dill pickle jokes. Yeah. He had, uh, he had, he went needed to finish stocking because he had an open mic to go to. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you don't like it, dill with it. <laughs> <laughs> It, like it's funny he works in an entire supermarket but all his jokes are pickle related because <laughs> he wants to be the host of a brand new show much like uh, uh jesus what's the name of the guy from bobby's world Hugh. no wait howie uh, howie mandel, mandel yeah yeah he wants to be the next howie mandel <laughs> dill or no dill <laughs> that was a very long journey we took hey. To hey, get that. That's great, man. That's perfect. Like, you didn't have to, like, spell out your joke like I did earlier. That's, that's fine. It's just it's just a bunch of beautiful women holding silver suitcases with different kinds of pickles. Now, in this suitcase is either a pickle or some money. <laughs> <laughs> Which suitcase are you going to get rid of? Deal or no deal? That's how it would go. 
I, I just want to. Better than the fucking Candy Crush show. <laughs> There's a Candy Crush show. There's there, a Candy, there is crush, a candy show? crush game show. Oh now. motherfuck! Tell me about this. Uh, I I haven't watched it yet because uh, there's a Candy Crush game show. I uh, I ain't about that life. Oh my god! No. Uh, but it it's like it's got all the parts of Candy Crush that you know and love. I.e. Match three. Oh yeah. my god! And people are doing it on these life size screens, and I believe at one point <laughs> they have you suspended from the ceiling, Ooh, Mission Impossible style, nice. where you're like swinging back and forth to try and Candy Crush on a wall television. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say something incredibly gross. Yeah, okay. Just to demonstrate my disgust for this show. <laughs> Instead of watching this show, I'd rather stick a very long straw in my penis hole and suck up my own jism <laughs> than watch this candy straight crush. Out show. Of your balls. Yeah, straight out of my straight out of my scrotes, bro. <laughs> right down the hatch. Instead of if that got me out of watching that show. Did you have you guys heard of that other show with Jamie Foxx? It's called Beat Shazam. Yes. I find that a little entertaining, and I'm kind of disappointed <laughs> in myself. I haven't watched it because I know I would enjoy watching it. <laughs> like, I've taken a stand against it, though. That's awesome. Just because it's it's like, this, is, this isn't a real game show. You are competing against an app. Yeah. <laughs> my, my wife was watching it, like, just, like, casually. Did she beat Shazam? She did. I watched it, and I hate watched it for the first few minutes, and I was like... <laughs> All right, I'm gonna have to sit down and enjoy this, but I'm gonna hate enjoy it because <laughs> I know I shouldn't be loving this. This is an app show. Fuck this! But well, that's, you got me. That's just like how uh, I don't like lip sync battle anymore. No, yeah. I, I've decided to take a stand against it. But goddamn, <laughs> uh, that uh, episode with uh, uh, Zendaya and Tom Holland—that was good stuff. I don't think I've seen that one, but uh, I'll check out. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's, it's Spider-Man and Mary Jane. Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh. The new ones. Wait, isn't I what? Mary Jane? No. Oh, I didn't know like, that. Like, I, I know that uh, she was, uh, they said that she was going to be in the internet. It's just like, what? No. <laughs> Mary Jane cannot be played by a black girl or a part black girl. I'm not entirely sure what Zendaya's ethnic status is. <laughs> yeah. Like, people kind of went crazy over that whole. No. Yeah, because apparently the right. most important thing about Mary Jane is that she is a white person with red hair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, name one other thing about her. Uh, that she, she is an aspiring actress. <laughs> She's an insult. Oh, okay, she was okay. an aspiring actress, and she calls Peter Parker a tiger. A mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that. One. But okay, does she fine. call like everybody? Black a tiger? people can call each other tiger. Yeah, yeah. Tiger was yeah. No. Tiger's, Tiger's not a white person thing. No, it's not, not like pumpkin all. spice. There's that rapper, right? <laughs> that was dating one of the tiger. Yeah, T Y G A. Yeah. yeah. That was that was the uh, uh, the Rack City guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the Rack City guy, Tiger. That's my tiger right there. Yeah. Tiger. Tiger uppercut. <laughs> uh, so there's a scene that where Juliet comes out, she's wearing white scrubs, and there's yeah. not a drop or a hint of blood on any of those yeah. scrubs. Mm-hmm. Like, and she comes out and she's talking to, I don't know who she's talking to, but she's talking to someone else. But I couldn't, I was so distracted in the scene. I was like, lady, you just spent like a good portion of the day digging around in some kid's You were like home. elbow deep in a child. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised you still have your wristwatch. <laughs> How did that not get lost? I, I assume she either changed her clothes or... Uh, Maybe she had another showered. set uh, of scrubs underneath her scrubs. <laughs> yeah, I just ripped them off. Uh-huh. She just did it like Hulk Hogan style, but enough to like not break the bow, second bow, one. Bow. 
Probably was that Hulk Hogan's know. thing where he would rip off his shirt and there'd be a clean shirt under it? That was. <laughs> he would rip it off and there'd just be a white wife beater. <laughs> and he's like, well, what? Oh, imagine if like Superman just like opened his shirt <laughs> and then there's just another shirt. <laughs> Not the S Leap logo yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah. Or he opened up his shirt and just had like something like Eat at Joe's or Rack City Bitch. <laughs> That'll be the name of the shirt. Like, what? I'm really into Taiga. What do you want yeah. me to say? I'm Superman. It's it's fun. It's funny. This episode, I think more so than some of the previous ones that we've seen, like a lot of the a lot of the returnees to the island are mm. their motivation is being questioned by a lot of people. Where like Cassie says, uh, "Why are you going back?" Mm-hmm. And then like uh, people are asking Jack, "Why did you come back?" So everybody's kind of asking why they came back, and it seems like a lot of them are kind of putting it on other things, like I need to find Claire or. You know, obviously, Sun came back to find Jin, and that's now. true. So Kate said that she's back to find Claire. Uh, Jack says I was supposed to come back. <laughs> yeah, Jack says I was supposed to come back. And no. what was his? Re- was that the only reasoning he gave? I can't remember. Yes, that that's like some Mori Povich shit. Like <laughs> you said that your reason for coming back to the island was because you needed to find, you know, the mother of this child, or. Because you felt that you had to be here or whatever. Lie detector proved that that was a lie. <laughs> well, when you think about it, I mean, what is Jack there for? Like, what else does he do? Like, from what we've seen so far, he comes back to become the new Jacob. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's that's all he really accomplishes. Yeah. And, and he doesn't even know that at that time, yeah. becoming the Jacob is something he could do. Right. And right before becoming the Jacob, like, he sets off a hydrogen bomb in the yeah. 70s. Because he thinks he needs to do this, which is very faith-based. I'm thing. back here for a reason. I just need to figure out what that reason is. Uh-huh. Oh, hey, hydrogen bomb. Okay. From yeah. the 50s? I guess I'll that, blow it up. guess that sounds like a good reason as any. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think when whenever you feel like oh my 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 destiny God wants me to detonate this bomb among all these people it's usually like a it's usually not a surgeon yeah it's not a doctor it's not, it's not, a, it's not the hero of the story mm-hmm. yeah yeah that is a very different dude no, every, everyone's the hero of their own story that's true. yeah it's just that that story has a much shorter <laughs> ending so Richard tells. Kate and Sawyer that if he takes um, Ben Linus, he'll forget this ever happened to him. Which is such, like, it's fine. I guess it's fine <laughs> for storytelling, but it, it seems like such a cop-out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, so be- they- it's because of that conversation that Miles and Hurley had. <laughs> yeah, because that that point is specifically brought up. That's yeah. true. Yeah. They do make it a point to bring it up in that conversation. And yeah. It's Why doesn't he remember the guy that shot him? Yeah. Richard Alpert says he's not gonna. Yeah. And then that's all. I yeah. think that's all we get from that. Like, yeah. there's nothing that happens in the subsequent episodes that give you any reason to believe otherwise or not. Yeah. And like, you know what? They take him into the temple. Presumably they put him in the water. Yeah. That's what I assume happens. They do the same thing to Saeed. And he doesn't lose his memory. Not at all. They they do say that in both cases with Saeed and with Ben that they won't be the same. Or do they even say that? Like, I might just be attributing that. I think they test Saeed afterwards to see if he's evil, right? Right. Or before. I don't remember. So there's a test, but, like, that's a little bit different than what we get from Richard who says he just won't be the same versus we might have to test him for evil after this. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, that, that's what the, the reason why is he's not going to be the same. He's going to be more evil. Yeah. He loses huh. his innocence. So. That's right. So he loses his innocence. And that is never revisited again in the show. That That's something that uh, our conversation earlier about perverted standards and practices. This was a off-air uh, conversation, yeah. guys. I just want to point out, uh, usually... Having a guy wearing eyeliner saying that this child is going to lose his innocence <laughs> is something that I think standards and practice should be like. Could we use a different phrase? <laughs> he's like, he's not, he's going to, I don't know, he's not going to be the same. Nah, that doesn't really bring the import of what we're trying to say here. Just hand me this unconscious boy. Gonna <laughs> go take this, his innocence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this what, dark temple. Yeah, I want to take him to a dark temple and his innocence won't be with him when we're done with this <laughs> i don't know how many he's not gonna remember it <laughs> yeah they just stop oh, there that makes it even worse <laughs> i'm gonna take this kid with a bullet shot and you know things are gonna things are gonna be fine yeah things are gonna be totally fine he's always gonna be one of us which means nothing <laughs> in this entire fucking series <laughs> who's means... us yeah who are they what is the us we never find out. <laughs> never. Because they don't call themselves the others, no. do they? They they don't. Except for, like, fucking Juliet in this episode where yeah. she just goes, like, oh, they. She calls them they. No, but, but dude, she refers to them as the others, but they don't refer to themselves as the others, right? No. no. And then, like, the Dharma folk here in 77 refer to them as the hostiles. So, yeah. hostiles, others, those guys over there. But then we don't get anything else. We know that they have something to do with whispers and loss of innocence. And then that's all. It's yeah. kind of all we they have got. a temple, and then they live in those houses later. Yeah, you know. which is kind of interesting. Yeah, you guys got anything else for this one? Nope, I ran out of notes a long time ago. I think that's all that was worth talking. about. Which is good because the clock is uh, time. Time for uh, Easter egg lightning round because I got a couple of things. Um, Kate, when she's coming up to uh, Cassidy's house with Aaron the first time. She's singing Catch a Falling Star. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and Claire sings that later on. Oh. Yeah, this is a pre-Easter egg. Pre-Easter egg. Pre-Easter egg. <laughs> that is going to be my new yeah. favorite comic book character. <laughs> oh, wait. No, no. It's an Easter chicken. Because <laughs> the chicken comes before the egg. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Also, uh, I believe in evolution, so I believe that eggs came before chickens. Yeah, that's true. Because dinosaurs laid eggs. <laughs> yeah, and then they became chickens later. Yep. So, the egg. Boom. Yeah, That's the boom. answer. Suck it. You guys got that science, bitches. Yeah. Um, you know, dinosaurs become chickens. That's it. <laughs> that's 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 the end of the scientific discussion here. Yeah. So, stop tweeting us your thoughts on evolution or... Uh, the separation We're not between dish yeah, the other thing. Don't yeah. tell us all your thoughts on God. <laughs> Please. It's, it's fine. We, we got it. All right, we got it. Oh, reference humor. (laughs) So when Juliet, she comes in, she busts into the house, and she she looks at at Hurley and at Miles and says, Where's Jack? That's the first time I think we've heard someone exclaim that. (laughs) Um, It will not be the last. That's right. Okay, okay. And then we find out Kate is a universal blood donor. That's not really an Easter egg, but it's something that I think we want to talk about later. At some point, that'll come up, sort of. Hopefully I'll remember it in uh, about a year. When, when you're uh, trying to remember about that, you should also remember to look up 
the uh, Japanese uh, blood type uh, personality things. Ah. Because Japanese believe that uh, blood type has uh, something to do with your personality, like how uh, like astrology. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like that. Interesting. I've never, I've never heard of that. That's the reason why, uh, if you look at like Street Fighter and stuff, they list the blood, blood type, type of oh. the characters. Okay. Well, I don't know what any of that stuff means because I haven't done any research on yeah. it. I just know that that's a thing. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll look that up and put it on our Facebook page. Or if you have any information about the Street Fighter blood types, send that to us too. Yeah. And if you were a Street Fighter character, which Street Fighter character would you be? And what blood type do you think that would entail? Right. Please send it to us at WhatBroPod on Twitter. Yeah. Or uh, you send us an email at, at what's up with that bro podcast at gmail.com. Super long. Yeah. That's okay. You guys you guys are you guys will do fine. Sorry, it's a warm a little... up for your fingers. Yeah, yeah. That's only condescending, but really I, I, I believe in you guys. I believe in our listeners. You guys can and do it. I believe that in the next episode Ooh. young Ben Linus gets shot. Boom. Boom. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I think that'll probably <laughs> come true. Unless they do another like Fucking somewhere beyond the sea episode. Yeah. Which I don't think they will. It's going to be a whole episode that happens right after Ben Linus gets shot and he's just laying on the ground going, ow! (laughs) An hour of that. And it's just him observing his surroundings. There's like birds chirping and and bugs (laughs) digging into the dirt. Like that's the whole, that's the whole episode. That'd be great. All right. So um, I guess we can keep moving forward. Yeah. David, if we wanted to come find you online, how would you find, how um, find you? You could find me on Twitter at DKJ Comedy, or you can check out my new podcast, which will be dropping soon, Dirty Work Minute. I can't wait. I can't wait. Dot com. It, yeah. yeah. Our first two guests are in this room. Sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Oh, hey. I didn't see you <laughs> standing there in the corner. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Oh my god, that is Tom Cruise. It's surprising to see him in a corner and not in a closet. Anyway, if you want to, <laughs> you can come find me on the uh, on the interwebs at anieves003 on Twitter. And you can look up uh, my website, negative1.net. That's negative1, all spelt out, dot net. That has links to all of my social media presences and lists of all of uh, my shows and stuff that I'm doing. Yeah, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Yeah, and for uh, rating, giving us ratings on iTunes and Stitcher and all those other platforms and sharing with your friends. We really appreciate that. And if you haven't done it yet, let us appreciate you. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, and if, if even if you're, like, at an Apple store, just rate and um, actually just subscribe to us on every Apple device in that store on the iTunes. Just a little trick to... Help us yeah. if, get our If you're up. ever around a bunch of computers, uh, go to whatsupwiththatbro.com on all of them and just, like, start queuing up episodes. Yeah. Yeah, please. Hit us back with like, some we feedback. Have a, we have an episode player on the website, right? We do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you can do that. You can make an entire store listen to us. Boom. Do it, please. Um, yeah. Well, it sounds like it's uh, another episode in the can. You know what to do. Get lost.